Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Purpose Kingdom Network. You are listening to the 1,229th episode, and I am your host, Arthenius Jackson, with One Touch Transformation, coming to you live from the great city of Florence, South Carolina, and I am so excited about another episode, another opportunity and another, you know, chance just to share God's word, to show, to share some encouragement, some motivation, and I pray and hope that something that is said tonight that it blesses you, that it helps you in some kind of way. But I am just so excited just for another opportunity. Again, I am Arthenius Jackson, and I'm with One Touch Transformation, which is actually my nonprofit organization slash ministry slash my baby. And it's a organization that spreads awareness for sexual abuse. So our mission is to to spread the message of hope, that's one thing, and to educate the community about sexual abuse while encouraging and empowering all victims and survivors. So that is what we do, whether we're inside the house, outside of the house, in the community, in the churches, however we can. You know, now we're doing it virtually, but that has not stopped us. You know, even though we are limited at home, we have not stopped spreading the awareness. As a matter of fact, we're wrapping up the last day of June, and for those of you who may not know, June is PTSD Awareness Month. So we did share a few things about that because that is one of the effects of sexual abuse. A lot of times we hear about it in, you know, soldiers, those who served in the military, but it's also one of the effects of sexual abuse. But we're not going to touch on that tonight because that's not what we come to talk about. But I'm just letting you know what the organization does, what the mission is, and what we go out doing. And so if you know someone or maybe you may not know someone who is a victim or maybe a survivor of sexual abuse, I want to give you a little bit of information of how you can help or how they may seek help. There is a National Sexual Assault Hotline, and that number is 1-800-656-4673. That's 1-800-656-4673. Or if you want to Google sexual assault hotline, you can talk with someone via chat. Another great resource is RAIN.org, R-A-I-N-N.org. That stands for Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network. And one more resource that is geared towards male survivors is 1N6, and that website is the number 1-I-N, the number 6.org. All righty. So now that you've got those resources, again, I'm with One Touch Transformation. You can also visit our website, onett.me, or find us on Facebook, and I'll give you all that information again at the end. But just want to let you know that I am a strong, strong advocate for both victims and survivors because I am a survivor myself of childhood sexual abuse. I know what it's like to go through it. I know what it's like to 
start the journey of healing as far as going through counseling and therapy and getting to the other side. And believe it or not, it's pretty much a continuing journey. Journey. Um, while you're going through it, the best, let's see, the best advice that I was given and what I like to give others is trust the process because it definitely is a process. It's not something that just happens overnight. It's nothing that can be rushed, but you just have to endure. You have to go through it, even though it doesn't feel good while you're going through it. But we have to go through it in order to come out. And I guarantee that it will happen for you as long as you continue to stay on the path, continue to trust God, trust the process, keep the faith, and whenever you come out of it, you're going to be stronger than ever, and I am a witness to that. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with tonight's topic, which is the bondage from the past bondage from the past. So there are a lot of things that can come to mind when you think about bondage. Um, You may think about slavery, or you may think about being captive. Uh, Yeah, hostage. Yeah, hostage, slavery, being captured or being in captivity, all those things. And there are a lot of things that can make us feel that way, and not just being physically captured or physically uh, being killed and hostage. Not talking about those physical physical things, but talking about being in hostage or being in bondage from your past. So there is this song that my mom used to sing when I was a little girl. And sometimes she still sings it today, but she used to sing it when I was a little girl. And I used to be sitting, you know, right in the congregation singing along with her because she had sang it so many times and I used to enjoy hearing her singing it. And she would get so excited at the end of the song and you could see the tears coming down. And, you know, at the time while she was singing it, you know, it really didn't register, you know, the words that she was saying. It didn't really register in my mind. And so the song didn't mean as much back then than it does now because now I can relate to those lyrics. I can relate to what the artist was saying and how he was feeling and everything that was going on in the song. So um, I'm going to share that song first because it goes right along with what we're going to discuss tonight. And so the name of the song is He Wouldn't Let It Be. It's a very, very old song. It's probably older than me. (laughs) But it has some, you know, very true words, very true meaning, and I can just sing it today and just relate it to everything that I've been through, Um, being a survivor of sexual abuse, how it can make you feel like you're held captive and just in bondage and you're a hostage to the past, to the pain and everything that came along with it. And so I pray that this song blesses someone else who may be feeling the same way or maybe you have felt that way before. And so I pray that this song does bless you and encourage you. All right, here we go. What can I give for what you've done? To give for my life, your only son. I was bound 
bound and chained, and I was destined for hell's flame. But you wouldn't let it be. You were the help for me and made me free. No, 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 I can't give enough to you. When I start to think about all the things that you went through, you could have come down from that cross and saved yourself. But no, no, but you decided to stay right there and save someone else. And I'm glad to be on your right hand. But you gave me, you gave me one more chance. But you wouldn't let it be. You were the help for me and made me free. Glory. And with all the money of this world, I could not pay. No, I could not pay. If I had rubies and diamonds, jewels and pearls, it still wouldn't be enough for me to pay. I could not pay. You see, I was bound, bound in chain, and I was destined for hell's flames. But you wouldn't let it be. You were the help for me and made me free. Oh, Lord, you wouldn't let it be. You are the help for me and made me free. So that lets us know, that song alone lets us know that God sent his son to pay the ultimate price for everyone. For everyone, and that price that he paid, it set us free. Like, not only was him dying on the cross for our healing and our deliverance, but so much more to save our sins, save us from our sins, and to free us. The blood, it did so much. It did so much. And so... Thinking about those words and relating it to everything that we go through in life, everything that victims of abuse go through in life, it makes them feel like they are bound, that they can't be free. But I want to encourage you tonight that you can be free. You can be free. And so let's go to our starting scripture, which is Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. 
It says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke bondage. I'm going to read that again. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You know, I've read that scripture so many times, and I've never noticed that word again in the second part of it. Do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You know, sometimes we... We're in certain situations, and we get out of them, and then we get in them again. You would think we would get tired of being in the same situation, but as humans, especially when we're operating in our flesh, we tend to put ourselves back in the same situation. But Paul is saying, do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You you see and you saw and you know you understand what it does when you are entangled with that yoke of bondage. So he's like, no, be firm in the freedom of Christ. He's made you free, so don't get entangled again. Don't keep putting yourself in that situation again when you know what it's doing. You know how you came out the first time. You know what it did to you. You know how you felt. You know how it made you feel. So he said, don't do it again. Christ made us free when he went to the cross. He took care of our freedom a long time ago, long before we became a slave to fear, our insecurities, our abuse, and most definitely our past. And and that's where I want to spend some time talking about the, the bondage from the past. Even that, he set us free from the bondage of our past. So Paul tells us not to be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So have you ever really studied a picture of a yoke and how it's used? And so if you've ever seen one, you can see that it's uh, like a beam, and it usually has the two animals, and typically the Bible talks about the oxen, and even if you pull up the picture, it'll show the oxen, and they're pulling this load. And it may be hard to picture yourself in that same position of an ox, but if you just begin to think about what Paul is talking about, don't put yourself in the yoke of bondage again. Don't put your, don't get tied up in that again. If we go back to Galatians chapter 4, let's go back and we're going to see why Paul said again. So we're going to go to Galatians 4 and verses 8 through 9. So it says, how be it then when ye knew not God? Ye did service unto them which by nature are no gods. But now, after that you have ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto you desire again to be in bondage? And the NIV it says, formerly when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. So when you didn't know God, you know, you didn't know any better. You became a slave to other things that are not of God. But it says, but now that you know God, or rather are known by God, now that you know who God is and who he is in your life and God has chosen you, how is it that you are turning back to those weak and miserable forces? Do you wish to be enslaved by them all over again? 
So Paul is asking, you want to go back to what God delivered you from? Why? Do you remember when when Moses led the, the children of Israel and they were in the wilderness and they started complaining and they said that they would rather be back in Egypt? That You'd rather go back to Egypt after I have delivered you from being slaves, but now you're saying you want to go back to your body again? So if, if Christ has already made us free, why become a slave to, you know, to bondage or a slave to anything? In life, so many things have happened to us. Abuse has happened to so many people. It has happened to me. It, it caused me to be in a yoke of bondage, and it has caused so many others to be in a yoke of bondage, and some are still stuck in that bondage. Your past can hold you hostage and make you think you don't have access to freedom. But Christ died so we all could be free. Christ died so you won't have to be a slave to your past. You, you don't have to be a slave to your past. That's what the enemy wants you to think. He wants you to think that you, like I said, don't have access to freedom. But but Christ, he granted you that access when he died on the cross. Access granted. Freedom granted. Healing granted. Deliverance granted. All of that came from the cross. So don't you ever think that you don't deserve or you're not allowed, or you don't have access to freedom or to healing or to deliverance from your past because you do. You do. The enemy does not want you to think that. He does not want you to think that. He wants you to continue to live in your past. He wants you to feel like your past is controlling you. But no, no, no. <laughs> God said freedom is granted. Healing is granted. Deliverance is granted. But you have to believe it. You have to believe it for yourself. I can tell you this all night. I can tell you this all day. But if you don't believe that that Christ died for your freedom, then you'll never think that you deserve it or have access to it. How many times have you been around someone and it's like every time you're having a conversation. I mean, you can, it may even start off with, good morning, how are you doing today? Uh, well, I'm all right. But you, you know what? They start going on talking about what so-and-so said, what so-and-so did to them. And I'm not just saying, like, something yesterday. But it comes up in conversation every time they're bringing up their past. Look, I get it, you are hurt. But at the point, when you get to the point where every conversation they're bringing up their past, then their past is controlling them. That is a yoke of bondage. Their past is controlling their both present and their future if, you know, they don't change. So it's, it's, not, it's not so much that you can't talk about your past, but Understand that there is a difference in when you're actually confronting your past versus being controlled by your past. I don't want you to get that confused. So whenever it comes to deliverance and healing, yes, you will have to confront your past. That's the difference. We want to confront our past. You know, take, our, take God to our past. 
versus being controlled by our past. And that's what's happening to a lot of people. A lot of people are now being controlled by their past, and it's it's a sad state. It's a sad state. And, you know, I can talk about it because, like I said, I've been through it. I've been through it. I have allowed my past to control who I am, and it wasn't until I confronted my past. It wasn't until I confronted the fact that I was sexually abused that I was able, you know, go on, go at it head first in order to start my healing journey and in order to receive my deliverance. So the things that, you know, that hold victims of sexual abuse hostage or in bondage, you know, are things like fear and, and shame and pain and, and the guilt and insecurities and many more things. But I want to encourage you and, and anyone feeling like they're in bondage from their past hurt or their past shame, that you do not have to allow any of those things to dictate who you are or where you're going. Your excuse me, your past does not have to dictate who you are or your destiny. Because God has a plan for you, not your past. Now you can allow your past to you know, control your the plans for your life, but you don't have to do that. Allow God to control your life because the thoughts and the plans that he has for us, they're good. They're good. He knows. He knows what you're going through. He knows how you're feeling. He knows what happened to you. He knows what was done to you. And he wants the best for you. Even when you feel like you don't deserve the best, when you feel like all hope is gone, when you are ashamed or embarrassed by what happened to you, God still wants the best for you. And you may have close family members or even some friends who may not understand how you're feeling, or, hey, you may even have some who feel like you don't deserve the best because of what happened to you or maybe even how you responded or reacted to what happened to you, they may say some hurtful things. But guess what? God isn't like he sent his son to die for your freedom, for your healing, for your deliverance. So I don't want you to ever think that you don't deserve that love, that you don't deserve that freedom. God is giving you access to all of it. All of it. And there are so many others, you know, who share the same testimony as I do and and others who can, you know, attest the same thing that God gave them freedom, gave them healing from their paths of sexual abuse. You are not alone. You are not alone. There's so many other people who share the same story as you or a similar story as you. Others who have been hurt, who have been abused by the people who are supposed to love them. But because it happened, it allows fear, shame, guilt, insecurity to control who you are and control your future or the plans or your destiny. But do not allow your past to control who you are. 
control who you are. God has such great plans in store for you. He wants to take your story. He wants to use your story for his glory. Someone else needs to hear how you were able to overcome. Someone else needs to hear how you were able to to not just survive but thrive. Someone else needs to know how you were able to get access to freedom, to healing, and to deliverance. Someone needs to hear that great news. But in order for someone to hear it, you've got to know. You've got to know that that freedom is available to you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So now I want to go back to Galatians. We're still in Galatians, but we're going to um, still in the fourth chapter. And while we're going there, I just want to say, anytime anyone would like to either testify or share, the, the you know, their news of overcoming, their story of overcoming their past, please feel free to press one and we'll welcome you on the line. But if you're listening on the Internet, you can call in 319-527. Six zero nine one. Press the number one three one nine five two seven six zero nine one, and press the number one, the number one, and we'll bring you on the line. But we're talking about bondage of the past, how the past can hold us hostage, how it can control who we are, and control, you know, ultimately where we're going. Now, before, yeah, yeah, that just came to me. Now, we never want our past to control where we're going because that's not always a good thing. Well, it's never a good thing. <laughs> well, it can, yeah, it can go two ways. We know that. It can go two ways. So you can allow your past to control you in a negative way. So if you allow your, control, if you allow your past to control who you are, then it's going to affect the decisions that you make. And if they're negative decisions, then you're going to have a not-so-great road or a dark road, and it can lead you to the path of destruction. If you allow your past to control you in a positive way, meaning that you, that you live life knowing that your past did not break you, your past did not control you, your past allowed you to survive and overcome and be healed and deliver and thrive, then, hey, you have a different path. So if you're going to allow your past to control you that way, do so, the latter one, but do not allow it to control you in a negative way. All right, so going to Galatians 4, and let's read verse 21 through 23. It says, tell me, and I'm actually reading from the NIV. So tell me, you who went to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. Son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as the result of a divine promise. Son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, 
and the son by the free woman was born as a result of a divine promise. So we've got Hagar and Sarah. Hagar was Hagar, Hagar, excuse me, Hagar being the slave woman, and Sarah, we know, the free woman. So we know that um, the angels came and they told Abraham and Sarah that they would conceive. And, you know, we know the story. Sarah laughed and couldn't believe that. I mean, somebody come and tell me or you hear of someone testifying in their 80s being told they're going to have a child. Yeah, we probably would laugh too. But Abraham being in his flesh and knowing what he was told prior, you know, to him having his son, he was allowing I get I would say it was pain because if imagine a couple trying to conceive, uh, you know, a husband and wife trying to conceive and they're not able to, it can become a painful you know, painful thing. It can affect them mentally. So I I can imagine Abraham and Sarah going through some things mentally when they're not able to have children. And, you know, that's the one thing that, you know, he really wanted. And so him operating out of, let's say, pain in his flesh and out of the mental state that he was in, he's like, hey, this, him and Sarah's like, hey, let's let Hagar have have our son. So they agreed. Okay, so Hagar gave birth, and that was from the slave woman because she was, you know. And then finally, when it was time for Abraham to have the promise, and Sarah, she gave birth, and that was the result of a divine promise. All right, so now let's look at it this way. There is a difference when trying to, we're not even trying to, but there's a difference when you give birth to something or even a child in this case, there's a difference between the birth of the slave child and the promised child. There is a difference. And there's a difference when someone gives birth to something out of flesh (laughs) versus out of what God promised. And sometimes we see that. We see that in ministry. We see that in church. We see when people want to start want to start want to start a ministry just because they they this is and I'm talking about the one in all seriousness. I'm talking about the ones who God did not necessarily call them to start. You know, now maybe God has put a ministry inside of them, but we I'm sure you all have, but I have seen it where people have operated out of the flesh, wanted to do it because they saw other people doing it. And so, like, I want to start a church. So we have all of these churches now, and we have so many pastors now, so many ministers now. And, you know, and I'm the type, like, look, I don't even want that title. That's I'm just fine with what I'm doing. But you have so many people who want it, and a lot of times it's out of the flesh. And so, again, there is a difference when people do things out of the flesh versus out of the spirit. And if you have, you know, the Holy Spirit, you're able to discern the difference between ministries or between people or people who call themselves ministers when they're doing things out of the flesh versus out of the spirit. All right, so let me tie this in. So when you're free or when you're doing things according to God's Holy Spirit, when you're spirit-led, when you're free, you're able to give birth to your divine promise or your divine purpose. You, It's different when you're doing it out of the flesh, is all I'm going to say. And so you cannot 
operate effectively if you're tying it back to, you know, being um, held hostage and in bondage. But whenever you're a slave, whenever you're bound, whenever you change, how effective can you be versus when you are free, healed, and delivered? So how can you give birth to a divine promise if you're bound? God has more than just a, a, a purpose for you or a promise for you, but a divine promise. And it's tailor-made just for you. Every individual has his or her own divine promise. But unable to give birth to it and for it to be effective, you've got to be free. you you got to be free. Just like with everyday life, we can't operate with a slave mentality. But you have got to be free. So just keep that in mind. When you're free, you're able to give birth to your divine purpose. I would not have been able to give birth to one touch transformation had I never confronted my past past and, and started my healing journey. I would have never been able to even talk about this now. I would never have been a part of Purpose Kingdom Network had I never started one touch transformation and had God never delivered me and had God never, you know, strengthened me on this journey. So there is a lot that goes into being free from your past versus being controlled by your past or being in bondage from your past. So the question I had to ask myself was, well, if God freed me from my past of sexual abuse, why would I allow anything else to hold me hostage? I mean, and I really stepped on my toes when I said that or when I asked myself that freed me from my past of sexual abuse, why would I allow anything to hold me hostage? Why? Nothing can hold me hostage, or I should I should keep that same mentality. We all should keep that same mentality. Nothing can hold me hostage if God freed me. And like Paul said, do you want to go back to it again? So if God freed me before, why would I want to go back to another yoke of bondage? If he freed me from one yoke of bondage, why go back to another yoke of bondage? Not saying that God can't free you from it again, but why? Why would I allow anything or anyone to hold me hostage? Why would I allow the words that people say or even my insecurities, my fears, whatever it may be, why would I allow any of that to hold me hostage when I know that God freed me the first time? So that lets me know that nothing can hold us hostage. Nothing can, can hold us. Nothing can, can control who we are, whose we are, where we're going, the destiny God has for us, the purpose he has for us. Nothing can hold us hostage because he freed us. As the song said, if he did it before, he can do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. That same God back then that sent his son Jesus to pay the price is the same God that's operating today, the same God that's healing, the same God that's delivering, the same God that is setting free. And so I'm encouraging you tonight to allow God to set you free from your past. Yes, people are going to talk. So what? There, you'll never be able to stop that. People are going to talk until Jesus returns. 
but we cannot control. We can't control what other people say or what other people do or how other people feel. We can never control that. You don't have to worry about trying to control. Don't even worry about trying to control that. God is in control of your life. Only thing that you can control is, is yourself, the way that you think, the way that you operate, the way that you move. So allow the Holy Spirit to work through you, and you keep on moving. You keep on doing what God has called you to do. Be free from your past so that you're able to give birth to your divine promise. And can't nobody take that from you. Can nobody do anything about it because God has that divine promise on your life. Matthew 11 and 29, instead of taking on the yoke of bondage, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. So instead of taking on that heartache, instead of focusing on those fears and the, and the blame and the guilt and the shame of your past, he says, take upon you, my, take my yoke. It's gentle and lowly. And then guess what he said? You'll find rest. You won't be overwhelmed. You won't be anxious. You won't be aggravated, frustrated. But as long as you take on the yoke of God, you'll find rest for your soul. The enemy doesn't want you to have that. He doesn't want you to find freedom. He doesn't want you to have deliverance and healing. He wants you to remain in your past. He wants the past to control you. He wants the past to hold you hostage. That is what Satan is doing. John 10 and 10 says, the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So that's what he's doing. In order for you not to find freedom, that's what he's going to do. In order for you not to find your healing and your deliverance, the thief is going to be on his job. He's trying to keep you from getting to your freedom. Oh, but God says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So Satan is doing all he can to keep us bound. But God says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You cannot live an abundant life if you're bound. You cannot live an abundant life if you're being controlled by your past. You cannot live an abundant life if you're living in fear, living in guilt, and living in shame. God does not want you to live that way. He does not want you to remain in that state. God wants so much more for you. I may not even know you, those of you who are listening, but even I I want you to have this freedom that, that God has given me. I want you to be able to be free and, and walk in your healing and walk in your deliverance because that's what God wants us to have. There's no need in living this life being controlled by our past and, and that's it. No, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live in fear or live enslaved by my past. So that's why I made the decision to confront my past because my eyes was determined that my past was not going to control who I was. It was, not going to, it was not going to control my decisions. It was not going to control my destiny. And so I'm telling you tonight, your past is not going to control who you are, your decisions, 
or your destiny. I speak healing in your life. I speak deliverance in your life. I speak freedom in your life. Freedom is available. You have access to it. We all have access to freedom. He granted it to us, which is why he said he wants us to have life and life more abundantly. He would not have said that had he not sent his son to die for just that. But he did know that Satan would be on his job. He knew that he would try to convince you that you don't deserve it, but you do. God loves you so much that he did everything. He gave everything, his own son, so that you might be free. That's how much he cared. And he's still doing it right now, still caring for you, still loving you, even though it was that that one but ultimate sacrifice way back then, it's still working today. It's still effective today. It's still effective today. And so if you don't get anything else, what I said, anything else out of tonight's message or out of tonight's encouragement, I want you to know, I want you to believe for yourself that freedom is available, even you. I don't care who you are. I don't care how dirty you may think you are or how sinful you may think you are, how many times you may have messed up. We all have messed up, and we all have allowed our control, I mean, I'm sorry, have allowed our past to control some of our decisions. We're not perfect. I've not always been where I am now. So I can talk about it, how being abused, it affected me. It affected my decisions. But there's a but. There's a but. There's a but. I am free because I can talk about it and know that, you know, that's not who I am. What happened to me is not who I am. What happened to you is not who you are. It's not who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a child of God. You are, uh, he said, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. Look how much God thinks of you despite what happened to you. People may not express, you know, their love for you the way that you want it to or may not express how they feel and how beautiful you are or how great you are, how wonderful you are of you despite what happened to you, despite what you've been through. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what happened to you, what someone did to you, how they treated you, how they talk about you. It does not affect how God treats you or sees you. And I know, I know, I know it may be hard to understand. Trust me, I get it. It may be hard to understand how can God care so much about me if he allowed this to happen. I know. I've had those same questions. It happened. He allowed me to endure it. 
I had to, you know, change my perspective. Instead of saying, God, why did you let this happen to me? Why me? I had to change my perspective as I went along my journey. You may not be there yet, but I had to change the way I saw it, how I perceived it, and how, you know, what it meant to me spiritually. He allowed it to happen, yes, but he knew that I could handle it. He knew that I would be doing this this very moment. He knew that my story would help someone, give someone else the strength to confront their past. And so God is saying the same thing to you tonight. It happened, but God knew that you were strong enough to handle it for your divine promise so you can give birth. So it's time for you to prepare. I'm not going to say it's time for you to give birth, but it's time for you to prepare to give birth. And in order to give that birth, give birth to that divine promise, you got to prepare. And by preparing, I mean confronting your past, not allowing your past to hold you hostage. Amen. We're going to pause for a moment and do a call to salvation and our prayer. Those who are listening, I I pray that something has pricked your heart to even come to Jesus despite what has happened to you. A lot of times when victims are, you know, being controlled by their past, they throw away God or turn away from God because, you know, they feel like he allowed this to happen or he let it happen. But Jesus, he still loves you. He still loves you. He still cares about you. And he is still ready to accept you if you're ready and willing to accept him into your life. I've already talked about how he sent his son to die for us, to forgive us of all of our sins, all of our transgressions. And so if you want to invite him into your life so that you can be free, tonight can be your night. Tonight can be your night of freedom, free from sin, free from your past, so that you can walk in healing and walk in deliverance and walk in freedom. And so if that is you tonight, I want you to pray with me. Open your heart and allow his Holy Spirit to take full control. Father, we thank you. We thank you for being God. We thank you for how you sent your son, your only son, your everything, to die for each and every one of us that we might be free. And, Father, we, we repent tonight of any of our wrongdoings, of all of our wrongdoings, every evil thought, anything that, that we may have done knowingly or unknowingly, God, we repent of them tonight, and we ask for your forgiveness. And, Father, those who have opened their heart and who are ready to receive you, God, I pray that you go into their hearts, go into their minds, and allow your spirit to take free course. God, we pray that you just have your way in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that you transform hearts tonight, that you transform minds tonight, renew minds, creating us a clean heart and a right spirit, O God, in the name of Jesus. Do what only you can do. 
God, we submit to your will and submit to your way that you may lead us and guide us in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I pray for everyone who may be controlled by their past. Even tonight, God, I pray that you show them the way and and that you comfort them and strengthen them and allow them to know that healing is available, that deliverance is available, that freedom is is available. No longer do we have to be controlled by our past. No longer do we have to remain a hostage to our past. And no longer do we have to be in bondage from our past. And so, Father, we praise you tonight. We thank you in advance for the healing. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for the deliverance. We thank you for freedom. We bless you, God. We love you for loving us. And we'll forever give your name all the praise and all the glory which is due unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now at this moment we're going to have our announcements for Purpose Kingdom Network and all of the upcoming shows for the remaining of the week. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me on for the announcements. And this is a product purpose camp network and we'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's program, whether you're calling us via phone or you're listening online, we uh, greatly appreciate your listenership and we just uh glad that you're you know, you had this opportunity to listen to tonight's episode and, you know, tell a friend or family member about tonight's episode. We just thank you so much. And, you know, with tonight's episode I'd just like to thank uh Minister Jackson for just, you know, Allow you know allowing everybody opportunity to uh, you know become one with with Christ. You know if uh, if you became one with Christ tonight, you know uh, please feel free to just share the information with us, and I'll you know give you the, you know some information. But the next you know thing we suggest you do is find a Bible believing teaching preaching sanctuary that nurture the Word of Christ. And I know most sanctuaries are closed, but we do have Zoom, we do have Facebook Live, and you know please seek out those avenues of where at this time that you can get nurtured in the word of Christ. Okay, if you want to contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Net at gmail.com. You can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or just, you know, we can spread the news that you have turned your life over to Christ, and we greatly appreciate that, and we would gladly spread the news. We're also on Instagram and Twitter where you can do likewise at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and you can share with friends and family members. And anytime you want to hear any of our past and previous broadcasts, you go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety, and that's your convenience. And with God's room, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Daughters of Roof, hosted by Reverend Maureen Lee. And once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Daughters of Roof, hosted by Reverend Maureen Lee. And uh, don't uh, forget to tell a friend or family member. <clears throat> and uh, tomorrow afternoon, we're going to have our, our Wednesday uh, Wednesday worship. I know we usually have our uh, morning word of inspiration. But for right now, we're going to be on pause with that, but we're going to have our weekly uh, Wednesday worship. And, you know, don't feel, you know, feel free to just follow us on our media pages 
where you can uh, go ahead and uh, hear that Wednesday worship. And uh, before we uh, end the announcements, I just want to just remind everybody that earlier in the show we were mentioning uh, PS, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, PTSD. PTSD, they have a national hotline number, and I just want to share that with everybody. It's going to be 1-800-273-8255. Or you can also dial in at 1-800-273-PALK. Also, um, there is Rain.org, and don't forget, uh, Rain.org is a uh, organization that specializes in abuse. And you know, uh, just you know, feel free if you know a friend or family member that suffers from PTSD or maybe a victim of abuse. Just give them those avenues where they can express their feelings that they can't express them so we you know, with you. And, you know, don't forget that, you know, all we are brothers keepers. Yes, we are. So uh, just keep that in mind. And with that being said, uh, we're just going to turn the program back over to Minister Jackson. All right. Thank you, Brother Rob, for those announcements, and also thank you for those resources. And I just want to take this moment and thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight, whether you listened on phone, listen by phone, or listen online. I really do appreciate you, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to join us for tonight's episode. Um, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, that's why I always say I'm a strong advocate for both victims and survivors because I know what it's like to be a victim, and I also know what it's like, you know, currently to be a survivor. And especially in our black community and in the faith-based communities, because we cannot talk about it enough. It's not talked about enough. And so that's why I'm so passionate about doing it and just such a strong advocate, because I want others to experience freedom. This, this isn't just for me, but it's for every victim and every survivor everyone who has endured the same or similar traumatic experience. I want everyone to experience freedom, true freedom, true freedom. And true freedom can only come from God. God is the only reason why I can speak the way that I do about my past. He's the only reason that I can talk about it and smile about it now. And it is not I did not get here overnight. Just want to, I can't stress that enough. It's not a process that just happened overnight, but I continue to trust the process, and that's what you have to do. Trust the process. God is going to take you through, you know, so many things that would challenge you, build you, and strengthen you. So whenever you do come out, man, you're going to be such a great force great force, a, a, you know, a great kingdom builder, and you'll be able to do the same thing that I'm doing and even better, sharing his word, sharing your story so that he may get the glory and so that he'll continue to be uplifted. And it's just, it's an, it's an amazing feeling. I'm telling you, freedom is amazing. True freedom is amazing. And so if you would like to know more about my organization, you can look us up online at O-N-E-T-T dot me. Again, that's O-N-E-T-T dot me. Or you can find us on just by typing in One Touch Transformation. And be sure to follow us on Instagram 
at underscore O-N-E-T-T. And following those pages, you will be able to, you know, find resources and, you know, be encouraged and um, get some facts and some things that you can do that can help in your community or maybe maybe even help some of your close friends or family members that who may be suffering or dealing with the pain or the past of sexual abuse. So be sure you're following the, the Facebook page as well as the Instagram page. For more information about me and what I'm doing you know, virtually, like I said, we're kind of limited right now, but that doesn't stop the work. You can learn more about my ministry, about my organization, um, my music, my fitness journey, everything. God, I'm telling you, when you you can give birth when you are free. <laughs> you can give birth when you're free, and God has allowed me to give birth to some amazing things, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what God is going to do for you. But I'm about to get overexcited now, but let me continue. But you can learn more about the things that God has allowed me to give birth to on my website, which is Arthenius.com. You can follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at ArtheniusJ. In case you don't know how to spell it, it's A-R-T-H-E-N-I-U-S. So that's Arthenius.com. And on Facebook, I'm the only Arthenius Jackson, so you type that in, it'll come up. You'll find me. And on Instagram, at Arthenius J. So, yeah, so God is allowing me to give birth to some great things. And even in this season, in this season of chaos, my life is not chaotic. I can say that, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you can say that too. So thank God that we serve this amazing God that allow us to be productive and allow us to be strengthened and allowed to give birth even in this season. And so each of this first, this is my first week starting my virtual classes for Zumba. So even if you want to do some virtual Zumba classes, you can sign up on my website at arthenius.com. I'm doing classes Monday through Thursday from 6 to 6.30 p.m. And with my music ministry, you can find a couple of my songs on Spotify, on YouTube, on Google Play, on iTunes. The songs are Butterfly and Fight. And I'm finishing up some more songs. I will have some new music to release in August. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Like You can give birth when you're free. <laughs> you can give birth when you're free. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you were strengthened. And most of all, I pray that you are beginning to walk in freedom. Don't allow anything or anyone to hold you hostage because God has already freed you. He's already freed you. So once he has freed you from your past, don't allow anything or anyone to hold you hostage again. That's it. That that settles it. Or as the young folks say today now, period. <laughs> so I pray that you have a wonderful night, and hopefully and prayerfully you can join in on another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. Eastern. Have a good night. God bless you. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 